and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. Well, we're not really reliving my youth this week. We're reliving my son Zach's youth. He's going to be 16 in December. And we're living my one-year-old son Tyler's youth as well because we're having Chad McNamara on. He played Rooney Doodle in the Doodle Bops. The show lasts three years on Disney Channel, and Zach loved it. We saw the show live, and they still show it in reruns, I believe, on the Stars Network. And we were going through it one day. We came across it. We recorded an episode just, you know, for all time's sake, and Tyler absolutely loved it. It's his only show he'll watch. He loves the music. He dances. So I recorded a little video of him dancing to the music of the show. I put it on Instagram. I tagged the Doodle Bops, and Chad got back to me. And I had him on the show. Great conversation. We talk about just how he got the job, some of the you know secrets behind the show. You learn something about children's shows as well. Chat, super nice guy. He tells me what he's been up to these days. And I hope you enjoy the conversation with him. So, Chad, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Before we look back, just... Uh, Fill me in what you're up to these days. Uh, so I, uh, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I recently, in the past, I think five years, have slowly started kind of to go on the other side of the table in terms of direction and choreography. Uh, yeah, my body was getting sore from dancing and doing <laughs> right. eight shows a week and all the different musicals and stuff and traveling. So uh, I turned to that and then I fell in love with it. And then from there, I was offered a, a full-time job as a professor of music theater at St. Lawrence College, um, located in Brockville, Ontario. Um, so I've been slowly working away at that and teaching dance full-time. Right. And you mentioned, obviously, like the wear and tear on your body, you know, from you know, performing all of them. How, 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 like, what is really, like, the shelf life of a performer, like, in, like, shows? How, like, what's the age they usually start to say, I'm, I want to get out of it? Yeah, I think it changes for everybody. I know, uh, like when I look back to when I did, I was in the original Canadian company, Mamma Mia. I was 19, 20 right. then. Um, and I think I'm one of maybe three in the entire cast who's still working in the business. So a lot of people kind of decide to leave. Um, you know, I would say around when they, for, for mostly females, it'd be when they want to start a family. Uh, from what I've heard and my friends, right. I think it's harder to kind of bounce back into you know, show girl shape after you right. have a baby. Uh, having said that, I have many friends who have had babies and, you know, yeah. went on to do Broadway shows. Yeah. So it's different for everyone. I know for me, it was, uh, I think I, I, I was like in my early 30s, I realized right. like I could still do it all. Right. Uh, it just took a lot longer <laughs> to prepare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where I used to go into a half hour call at 7.30 and do my show at eight o'clock, I would now go in at like six or 5.30, have a salad and then stretch for two hours. Right. <laughs> Did you experience any like uh, like serious injuries as your time as a performer? No, actually, I was lucky. I never ever was injured as a dancer. Um, it wasn't until I taught. Uh, just I was choreographing. I was choreographing a musical nine to five, and in the audition, oh. I was running it and I broke my foot. Oh, and wow. I've never broken anything in my entire career. Oh. But yeah, I, I just got, I got the boot, went to Emerge, yeah. got the boot, and the following week I was back and I right. quite off the entire show. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so when did you first like realize you wanted to be a performer? Uh, I started young. So I, my first show was, I did Oliver. 
Okay. I'm from Ottawa, Ontario in Canada. And uh, there was a professional kind of, it was a community theater, but it was professional um, ran. So it was basically run off like, you know, the Canada's like uh, equity union and all the same rules. They bought the original choreography and all the rights. So it was kind of a pre-professional training program for a lot of us. Um, yeah, so I was about 11 or 12 when I auditioned okay. for Oliver and I got in. Uh, and then I was, it was over for me. You were over, right. You were <laughs> hooked. Yeah. So your obviously family was supportive and everything like that. Very much so. Yeah. 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 And they were great. And then I, cause on top of that, like I had rehearsal three nights a week. So I was like in grade nine, uh, rehearsing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and all day Sunday. And then on wow. the days that I didn't have rehearsal, I was dancing at the dance studio or singing or singing lessons. So oh, wow. I look back and think my my mom especially was like a superhero with driving and dropping me off. off. Yeah. What was it difficult to balance like schoolwork with like your uh, performing? No, um, not to get like sad, but I, <laughs> I I didn't have the greatest like I was made fun of a lot in school because okay. you know the only boy taking ballet classes right um so and I grew up in a small town kind of outside of Ottawa so I didn't really have like the social life at school that like to try and counter my social life so I kind of when I was at school I worked really hard and I knew that I wanted to get the hell out of there out of there right so I worked, I worked my butt off and um, I did really well in school. And then I was yeah. able to like reserve my fun and my happiness for right. my dance classes and my, yeah. my theater right. life. Yeah. No, so then obviously being, you know, dance class, you saw other, you know, boys like you from other towns. So exactly. obviously it was easier to kind of gravitate toward, towards them and totally, totally. Whole yeah. mindset change. That's great. Have you had like, you know, in the years, you know, since then, like have young boys who want to, you know, be performers and have the same experience as you did give them any advice that they asked for any advice you know from you or anything like that absolutely yeah I, I i judge a lot of dance competitions um all over north america right uh, and it usually happens there you know you see like i mean it's a lot easier for boys now i think yeah you know when i was growing up like the, if you didn't play a sport you were immediately made fun of or called gay or girl boy right or, right you know, the f word that i hate yeah. um so it was a lot harder than where now it's so i mean it's way more i don't know about parts of the states but i know here it's very much accepted so yeah. like here too yeah people are celebrating their you know sexuality like right. you know, 12 and 13 yeah which is great uh, yeah it's awesome yeah. so but yeah no i still i still like i see a young me when i judge dance commissions and i see this like nine-year-old right. boy who's just like wants yeah. to be fierce and doesn't right. know how and all, you know yeah. he's a role model and i make sure i always try and give him a special shout out or you know meet them and talk to them and then when i was doing doodle bops for sure i got yeah. a lot a lot of moms would reach out um yeah. you know because i never really hid who i was but right. a lot of moms would reach out and be like you know how did you cope and my i think my yeah. son is you know similar to you and they would never say the word but right. you know, it was great so i hope yeah. you know i had a lot of great conversations openly with moms and right. tried to help them just accept their kids for who they are and stuff right so how, how did you cope um, well, like I said, I had, for me, it was, it was my, my theater and my dance friends. Like I was able right. to go, like, like exactly what you said, I would go to my rehearsal at night and they were right. 18, 19 year old guys right. who, you know, were openly gay and just themselves. And I was just in awe of them. Yeah. I didn't know why, but I just knew that I identified right. with who they yeah. were. So for me, it was just something that I got to see and I couldn't wait to be that, you know? 
Yeah. Um, and, if, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said it was always easy. It was often yeah. sometimes. Right. You know, did I want to, like, stand waiting for my bus and have, like, an apple core thrown at me? No. No, of course not, no. But uh, I, was, I was really, I don't know where I got my confidence from, but, like, yeah. I was, I, I was strong in high school. I was able to just yeah. fight it off and, you know, right. roll my eyes at them and be the bigger person. No, that's great. I'd imagine that performing and being in front of people on stage probably gave you that confidence. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now that you say that looking back, like, yeah, I guess that's what it was. Like, I would get the admiration that I wasn't getting yeah. from friends and teachers in school back from an audience. So right. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it does. Absolutely. You mentioned, you know, you, you uh, choreographing nine to five, you did Mamma Mia, Sister Act, all these, you know, fantastic shows. Which one was your favorite to work on or be part of? Uh, I mean, they all like hold a special place. Right. It's like your children, uh, right? <laughs> totally. Because they're yeah. all, you know, some shows I met a best friend that I still right. have today on. You yeah. Know, some, uh, in terms of theater, uh, like Mamma Mia was pretty special because it was yeah. my first mega musical and it ran, right. for two, it ran for five years. I did yeah. it for two and a half. Okay. So not many people get to say that. They did a long running, huge, you know, Broadway yeah. musical. Um, I did the tour. I did it in Toronto for a year and a half. It was just, a, it was an amazing experience. Right. But the one show that I could probably do that I never got sick of, like eight shows a week every yeah. day was Hairspray. Okay. So that was my, that was like my, the, I, I never had a bad time doing that show. Yeah. Right. Every single song, dance, everything yeah. I did was so fun. Right. And then of course, Doodle Bops changed my life. So like that was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, obviously, I was not the target audience, but my, <laughs> yeah, my, my son now, who is going to turn 16 in, in December, absolutely loved, loved the show. And we saw you guys when you came to Connecticut. Uh, you know, fantastic show. And one of the things I really liked about your show, it was it didn't really try to, like, jam down, like, educational stuff down your throat. It, you know, it, the plot of the show had a couple of things that were educational that kind of, you know, like life lessons, which, which is great. And the music too, you know, was great for both kids and adults. And you can sit and listen and the songs get stuck in your head and you're not sick of them. No. You know, which, which I, I really enjoy because some of these kids shows, you hear the same stuff and you want to bang your head against the wall. But well, like, I have a two year old, so I know, oh, so you know, yeah, you know, right. Now away. I get it. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, so when you're two, two year olds, have you shown him the doodle bops yet? I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I showed him when he was like a baby and he was more just like kind of like, yeah. like mesmerized, but didn't really. Right. Yeah. And then he went through a small phase where he watched a couple episodes. Yeah. I think, I think he would like it. I just, I, I have <laughs> I had no interest in showing him. Like no, I, I, will, I will eventually probably. Right. Yeah. I just, I like him discovering his own thing and I don't yeah. want to be like, oh, that's daddy. Or, yeah, exactly. Know. Trying to force it on him. Yeah. It was my funny. mother, my mother tries, but. Yeah, right. Exactly. He was into it for a while. Like he would yeah. say, he'd they doodle pop, like he would try and watch it. Yeah. Right. And he didn't put two and two together, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I'm good if he doesn't watch it. <laughs> right. You know, I hear Yeah. Cause I'm sure there are plenty of others like, you know, we're still watching it cause now we have a one-year-old yeah. and um, they, they show reruns now on the cable channel still. So we just recorded one, just for nostalgia purposes, and he started watching it. And it's the only show he absolutely loves. He sits there, he smiles. And, and you saw the video on Instagram. He smiles, he claps, he kind of moves around. So oh. it's, and it's, it's fantastic that it's kind of like a generational thing. You know, it came out early in the, in the century, and now it's still, it's still growing strong, you know, reaching a new, uh, a new generation of children, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's like a bittersweet that whole story is bittersweet. Like it, it should, it should have kept going for a few more years. I agree. Yeah. It got all caught up in like 
money and producers right. and fight with Disney. And it just kind of, yeah, it was like, well, if you do this, I'll do this. And then yeah. our company was like, well, then we'll do this and we'll pull it. And Disney was oh. like, fine. It, so it, it never really had, I mean, I think it was just about to like, I mean, we blew oh, up, yeah. we blew up. Right. It was awesome. And I'm very grateful. Yeah. Um, but I think it could have had another like, two more seasons maybe. Probably. I mean, because I, I thought it was just as good, if not better, than, say, like, The Wiggles or anything like that. I, cause... Yeah, we were, like, just starting to beat The Wiggles. Like, the, yeah. our, our last year of airing on Disney, we, we, we yeah. kicked them out of their time slot. And oh, we great. Got, we yeah. got the 7.30 time slot, which is prime yeah. for school. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, uh, you know, uh, usually a shelf life for a kid's show is three years, which right. sounds so short. But because kids grow up so fast. Exactly. Like when I found that out, I died. I freaked out because I was like, you know, Mr. Dress Up for me as a kid. Did you guys have the States? No. Oh, so it was a big show in Canada. Okay. And it and I was like, oh my God, I watched that my whole life for seven years. And yeah. I found out when I worked um, yeah. with the same production company, they right. only had five seasons of that show. And I was like, oh, uh, what? Yeah. In my mind, it ran, because it ran for like 29 years. Right. But Keep showing it and showing it. During the same yeah. Kids grow out of it. Right. And it's probably because so, like, Oh, I'm sorry. Because like no, a lot of, yeah. you know, was going through obviously, you know, with, with all my kids, uh, you know, there are some shows, obviously now there's Paw Patrol that's lasted a little bit longer, I guess, because, you know, it's just crazy. And they, you know, obviously don't want to pull the plug on all the merchandise and, and everything like that. But a lot of the other Disney Junior shows, they last a couple of seasons. And, you know, like you said, they move on. Like Little Einsteins, my son absolutely loved. And it was a fantastic show. You learn a lot. The music was great. And, but that also short shelf life. And then they, they move on. And it's, it, it's and do you know why? That one, no why. So, same thing as us. So it mm-hmm. all comes down, this is what I've learned. Okay. <laughs> it, it all comes down to merchandise. Our show right. wasn't selling merchandise. Like our show right. was a great show and they loved right. it. Like you, we really couldn't land. We tried with Mattel, we tried with like yeah. um, Tiny, like, we tried all these big, huge, and they were all like, yeah, we love the show. We love the show. Yeah. We like, gotta come up with a concept. Right. And, like we tried to, we like, we were gonna sell our clubhouse that like opened up, but then okay. we have to be too girly and like a dollhouse. Mm. So then we tried to do like, you know, the instruments and that was our yeah. high ticket. That was a big ticket. People bought right. those. But yeah, we just couldn't come up with like a right. brand to right. sell. Yeah. And it just, that, that's, that's usually, if a show comes and goes into like two years, yeah. that's exactly why. Good toys, right. Where I go to the grocery store and you can buy anything Paw Patrol. You can oh, buy yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can buy like, like yeah. I just bought a bath set for my son. Right. Like, a little bath mat and like things yeah. like this. Right. So that, that show's golden. But I actually yeah. love that show. Yeah. I mean, I, my, uh, he's, my son's not involved in, in yet. He probably will be. But um, yeah, because you can always add another pup every year. Totally. Like more merchandise. And it's, yeah. The big transporter truck. The right. Of course. And, yeah. Every time I watch a new season of it, they introduce like, now we have a super blah, 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 which right. means a second toy line. Toy, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, my oldest was, uh, loved Thomas the Tank engine and all, so many trains, you can just, you know, go through it. But I found that show completely boring. Like I said, I'm not the target audience, but it's good when you can have a show that both kids and adults can watch at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, but with, with the Doodle Bobs, how, how did that like um, audition come about? And when, how did you first hear about it? So uh, my story was, um, my story is very, very different than the other two. So right. um, they had a workshop, but when it was like a speck of an idea, like they were like, oh, let's try right. and see if this will, if this works. So they invited like 
50 to 80 people to come okay. and do a workshop. And they sang and they danced and yeah. I wasn't part of it at all. I didn't even go. Mm. Um, it was going to be called The Heartbeats. Okay. Um, so this workshop was called, like it was a new project. It wasn't even called a TV project. It was just a project called The Heartbeats. And there was right. one song written and it was TikTok, um, which is from season two. Uh, and it was like, even it was recorded as mm. like, um, like where the heart beats. Like it wasn't even right. the Google box then. Anyways, long story short, um, they got greenlit from CBC, okay. which is a Canadian broadcaster. Right. Um, and then they went to go ahead, apply the name, Heartbeats is already taken. Okay. Like a development show, so they couldn't use it. So right. they came to Doodle Bops and then did a massive audition. Yeah. So my story is I was about to move to New York City to okay. be in a Broadway and do Mamma Mia in New York. And I was super excited. It was my whole goal, my whole entire career. And then I got this audition for Doodle Bops and I was like, like, no, right. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, it's, yeah. like I, I couldn't be furthest from kids TV. And they were like, and then my agent was like, oh no, you should go and blah, blah, blah. And he told me the team and I knew the choreographer who I was yeah. like madly in love with. He's amazing, super right. awesome guy. So I was like, okay, well maybe I'll go to the audition. Yeah. Um, and then anyways, bottom line, I went to the audition I kept making it through to the, I, I kept getting like, you know, yeah. through all the cuts. There's about 200 right. people at like 7 a.m. By the end of the day, there was, there was down to six. And then they hired Johnny and Lisa on the right. spot. Okay. They brought me and this other guy named George in who, George Nazuka, who's actually became yeah. a pop star in Canada. Right. Uh, brought the two of us in together and said, we're torn. You guys are very different. Yeah. Love both of you. We're going to send your auditions to network. Okay. Like to the CEOs and the yeah. and they're going to decide. Wow. And then two weeks later I got the call that I got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, yeah. That, so I, I, I still was kind of angry about the whole like Mamma Mia thing, but I had done the show. So I was torn. And then, um, yeah, you know, they were like, it's TV. My agent was like, do you know how much, like, do you know how much yeah. TV is? Right. <laughs> So then we talked a bit about that and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest was my life changed for 10 right. years. Yeah. Now, like how, obviously, you know, being on in, in front of the camera and like, you know, real life is completely different, but what was the chemistry like between you and Johnny and Lisa, like off screen? Um, in the beginning, it was very weird because we didn't know yeah. each other at all. Right. Um, so it was like, we were three, it was, I had this one picture that I love yeah. so much. Um, and it's the three of us on the first day of rehearsal and we're sitting outside of this dance studio we're going to learn dances from. Okay. And we were just sitting there with like our dance bags and we like didn't know <laughs> each other. And right. the choreographer, David Connolly, he took a picture of the three of us. And to this day, I have that yeah. picture. I, I post it on Instagram yeah. every now and then. Right. <laughs> so we got to, I mean, Johnny was a baby. Uh, like he was, I think, still in high school. Like I think he oh, was wow. like okay. 15, 17. Right. Lisa and I were closer in age. I think we were 20, like two and three. Um, so he, it was one of the, this is the best way to describe it. It's like one of those things where we would kind of fight and like be a like, gang up on each other and right. like constantly tag team and take turns. <laughs> and we could get away with that. But if yeah. anyone said anything about each other, about any one of us, right. we would like have each other's back. That's great. So we became this like insanely close family. Yeah. Um, Lisa and I, uh, the girl who played Dee Dee, yeah. we became inseparable probably within like three months of shooting right. and we've stayed best friends. We speak yeah. every day. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, so she, I brought her, like she came to my cottage one year for New Year's yeah. um, and she met my cousin and actually fell in love and they got married. Oh, wow. <laughs> and now she has two kids and she's related yeah. to me. <laughs> that's, oh, that's great, yeah. Really, related now. That, 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 that's yeah, awesome. so her, yeah. So like her, my, my first cousin, is, yeah. she married him. So now she's, like her kids are technically yeah. my second cousin. Cousins. Oh, they call me Uncle Chad, but still. Right, like, that's perfect. Oh, yeah. I see her at weddings and funerals. Yeah. And, yeah, and we chat, we talk. I was her man of honor at her wedding. She was my maid of honor at mine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we stayed really close. Johnny, yeah. um, he was on a different path. Uh, yeah. When we were filming, I was really close with him, especially yeah. near the end, like, because right. he was older. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was, I was older than him, so I kind of, I think in some ways was a little role model. Right. Yeah. Um, but he was always wanting to be a star. Like he wanted that LA life. He wanted yeah. to be in LA and be in LA. And, <laughs> right. And he did it for a while. Um, but yeah, ultimately I think he, yeah, we don't really, we don't really keep in contact anymore, okay. unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully your paths will cross, you know, again. Down yeah, the road. And, and yeah. If they did, and if they did, it'd be amazing. I don't right. think there's any, like, there was like nothing happened. Like, right. Like, just, yeah. We didn't stop being friends. We just, right. uh, he was doing Jersey boys. Not long. That's ago. right. Yeah. And, uh, I, he, they played Toronto and I reached out to him and I was like, Oh my yeah. God, we should meet. And yeah. he was like, yeah, come see the show. And I, like, I tried to, I just, we, I couldn't work it out. I couldn't yeah. work it out. So, you know, that's unfortunate, yeah. but right. Say lovey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, you guys were heavily costume, makeup, you know, gloves. Or anything. How, how long did that process take at first? Uh, I, for TV, a long time. Right. Uh, we were, I was in a makeup chair around, like my day started at like five. So I get up at five. I would just like throw on basically nothing, like whatever yeah. was beside my bed, um, head to the studio. Um, you know, you go to your like catering craft service, get yeah. your breakfast. Uh, and then I went to my dressing room and kind of zoned out and had a coffee. And then mm. I think my makeup chair time was 6.05 usually. Uh, and I was in there till about seven. Wow. So about an hour. But like with TV, they had to be so, like it was a whole process. Like you had right. to do a whole like layer of white yeah. and blue on top because of the, the cameras get so close. But yeah. when we did live shows, I think my record was like, 13 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> right. Because there's really no close ups or anything like that. Yeah. And they kind of, we, uh, they hired Mac, or I don't know if Mac volunteered, or there was some sort of Mac connection. And Mac developed a line of makeup for us. Okay. So it became this like tube that right. basically, like, you, it's like a glue stick. Yeah. And you could wind up, and then I could do my, most of my face blue myself. Yeah. And the makeup artist would just go over with the airbrush machine and just smooth it all out. <laughs> and then I did my own eyes and I, right. like whatever else was yeah. done. Cause you're, you know, you're in a stadium full of like a million people. So it's yeah. like, no one's seeing your face up there. Right. Yeah. Hammer's not here. Right. Exactly. Did, did both Johnny and Lisa have the same amount of time in the chair as well? Uh, yeah. Mine was the worst cause it's blue. Yeah. Um, so it's like it rubbed off on our neck, on our, the lines of our costume. Yeah. I was always the one who was getting touched up. Which <laughs> uh, and then Johnny's was the easiest cause it was yellow. Mm -hmm. So it was closer yeah. to pigmentation. Right. So his rubbed off. It was kind of like, yeah, okay. didn't really tell. Yeah. Right. Um, Johnny and I were the biggest babies. We <laughs> yeah. Lisa was a pro. She didn't mind it at all. We both were like, oh, we just couldn't stand the like <laughs> yeah. the brush and the makeup. Right. Um, the first season was the worst. Uh, 
I don't know if you noticed, but if you watch a first season episode, it's so you guys good. Had, right, you guys had ears too. Your ears and yeah. like, the hands were awful and everything right. hot. My hair, the wool hair I had, right? Yeah, it went like under the cap, like full. Oh, wow. <laughs> so second, so by the time I got to the second season, it only kind of like went to here, yeah. like just around the crown of my head. Right. And then all this was mesh, the top, so I could okay. breathe. That's good. And then same with my my unit, like my unitard first season. <laughs> It was like that like crazy lycra material that went yeah. right down to my waist and then into the pants. Wow. Where second season, it was just yeah. the sleeves and right. then right under like my chest, it was yeah. matched right to my knees. Okay. So it was all just like breathable. So well, right. it was like night and day from first and second season. So right. well, second well, season was a lot manage a lot more manageable. Yeah. Right. Did they get get your like input on on the costume? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. they were great. We didn't have like Wiggles power, like right, Wiggles, yeah. they own their own show. Yeah. Um, hence why they're, you know, billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we didn't own the show. Like did like CBC Cookie Jar Entertainment owned the show, yeah. then CBC yeah. like acquired the rights and then Disney. Right. Okay. So, you know, we were treated very well and we were always given input on yeah. or asked for our input on right. costuming. Like we were allowed to have a rider and like we did okay. catering and all that stuff yeah. was what was our say right but no in terms of like you know owning the actual property yeah no. right. like we had to share in it or something okay yeah what about the ears was that like your your you guys decision no you heard of them no. um, they decided from, yeah so when disney bought us right because there are a lot of changes <laughs> yeah so disney was like because you know your budget goes from like 1200 to like 92 mil or not yeah like, like yeah. you know 12 million to 92 million not kidding yeah like it's oh. crazy so like the show changed completely. Yeah. Like you got, we had like, you know, we had the same songwriters. We always had a, great songwriters. Yeah. Um, you know, just like everything from like, everything went up. Like the, our costumes got re-envisioned. Everything right. got, that's when they tightened Lisa's skirt in. She's <laughs> in a bell dress. Right. And also she's like in a tennis dress. Um, yeah, it was nuts to, to learn all the ins and outs of kids TV. Like. Yeah. Like I remember once they had, they wanted like, the executives wanted mm -hmm. to like make my, the backside of my costume tighter. Right. And I was like, okay. for what purpose? Like, right. like, oh, you know, like moms yeah. like to see. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> but I guess it's true. Like, you know, we, yeah. all, we get like mail and stuff from, and like, you know, right. people find us on Facebook. It was before Instagram and stuff, but okay. you know, so people would find us on yeah. Facebook or, they'd get a hold of our emails or they'd write cards and it was like from like yeah. moms. And I was like, right. Oh God, this is a thing. Yeah. You know, and like, I was, I wasn't allowed to ever, my character was never allowed to do anything wild and crazy because that was always Mo. The Mo, right, exactly. They wanted, they wanted Mo, they wanted all the boys to love Mo. They wanted all the girls to love Dee Dee and they wanted moms and dads to trust well, me. me. Okay. That's why when you watch every episode, I'm yeah. always the one at the end who is like, guys, we should have been working together as a team. Like, right. I yeah. always had the like... You're like the moral conscience of the... Yeah, the and, they, yeah. And, they, yeah and they did like fate, they did, um, what's it called? Focus groups. Right. Over, like, you know, yeah. what do you guys want to see? And like parents were like, we want we want to know that we can leave our kids. Like they wouldn't leave their kids yeah. with Mo. Of course not. But if, but Rooney, if Rooney was there... Right. that's okay. Then they, then they could go over. So like they, yeah. they learned to trust the doodle bops. It's a right. whole thing. It's very fascinating. Yeah, no, that's amazing, yeah. So in the first season, you guys had Maz, and then yeah. the, and having Jazz. Was that also a Disney uh, decision, or is that just the actress wanting to leave? Um, <laughs> that, that was, I think that was the, the actress wanting to leave. Right, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was a good fit for for. Uh, um, Kim. Her name was Kim. Kim Roberts, and she's like there. She's like kind of like Katie and famous. She's in everything. Yeah. Right. Um, she's a fantastic woman. She's yeah. awesome. I've worked with her since. We did a movie together, actually. Oh, and I walked on set and I was like, Kim? Yeah. Um, I remember seeing her in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We did, uh, what was the movie called? Dr. Cabby? Anyways, it was, yeah. it was fun. Um, she played the judge and I was her court reporter. And okay. <laughs> we, all of my scenes were with her. Right. And uh, we had a great time. And we talked a little bit about it. I think it was just, we were so young, like we were all, it was our first, yeah. birthday. it was our first, I was, came from theater. Right. I had done nothing. I think she'd done the Charlottetown Festival and Johnny was in high school. So we yeah. were kind of like, didn't know any of the rules and she right. knew all the rules. So, you know, the directors and the producers yeah. were trying to like make us like work too late and like work longer than we should. Yeah. And she was kind of like, no. No. So in hindsight, I would be her now probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it was a good fit. And I think- right. You know, I think that she was used to being on different, on sets that were different. Okay. Um, but then I also think that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And once, once Jasmine came on, yeah. it just, the whole show just clicked. Like, right, yeah. we just became even closer and, yeah. and she's like Canadian, like a legend, royalty. She used to be on right. the SNL in the, 70, like in the 60s and 70s. Wow, okay. Yeah, Jackie, yeah. she's amazing. Right. I still yeah. see her. Okay, oh, that's great, yeah. Of all the songs you guys performed, uh, which one was your favorite? Um, which one was my favorite? Like for me to sing or for the three of us? Well, for, I guess for you first, and then as, as a you know, trio. I think my favorite, my favorite song I ever did in that show was the ukulele song, which I've never done. I did it once right. live. Okay. Um, uh, but Lisa's slow song was always the big hit. So everyone, yeah. everyone right. wanted when the lights go out. So my ukulele never got the chance. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, in terms of a Rooney song, I think I loved Rock in the World from season okay. three. Right, yeah. Um, the guitar solo I did not love, but okay. I, liked, <laughs> I liked doing the beginning part. Yeah. And in terms of the whole all, uh, full song, I loved Get on the Bus was always fun just yeah. because it was the first thing we ever learned. Okay. And it was the first thing we ever recorded. Yeah. And we, we learned that choreography in a, we didn't even have a studio. We learned it in a lobby of a, like a, an old abandoned theater we were shooting one day. Wow. And then we had like a 20 minute break and the choreographer yeah. was like, guys, guys, guys. So we were like half in costume, half right. in hot, And we were like learning that choreography. Yeah. So, and I walk by that place every now and then because I have friends who live in that area. I always look into that lobby yeah. and I think, oh my God, if anyone ever knew, that's exactly okay. that lobby. That's yeah. like in between the two, like the main doors and the outside doors. Right. Where you like buzz someone in. We like learned it in there, the whole thing. <laughs> so that's where like Get on the Bus was born. Yeah. So that one's always fun. And there's another one that I can't think of the name of it. Getting Along. Okay. Yeah, Getting Along was always right. fun. It was about the three of us. and. Yeah. There was a part in it where we all kind of come together and like yeah. we all like hug. Right. Yeah. That was always a fun moment. Yeah. So I'd imagine you only had to really record the get on the bus sequence probably once, right? And they edited it in for the show. Yeah, but it was brutal. It's like we <laughs> did it. Um, so at the start of every season, yeah. so three, all three seasons, we would re-record get on the bus yeah. um, and the pledge. Okay. It was a full day. Yeah. <laughs> So we would do get on the bus from probably like 7.05 a.m. once we all got on set. 
Right. And we'll do it like probably until 3.30, 4 p.m. Wow. Back to back. And then with yeah. makeup patches, you sweat. And then it's like all yeah. the lights. And yeah, it was brutal. But like super fun. Like, and it yeah. was always... But yes, you're right. We only did... The things we only shot once were that. And then in season two and three, we did that the turn into our jackets and costumes. Right. Yeah. Once. Um, Don't pull the rope with the water was once. Yeah. Which was my favorite day just to watch mode. Well, good. So, yeah. <laughs> we hated it. Right. <laughs> um, did it just, do- well, so much pressure, right? Like, there, and right. I think only once, I feel like season two, he had to redo it. Oh, okay. Like, there, didn't, there wasn't enough water. Water. Or right. enough, like, it <laughs> him or something. Right. He, like, got, he did the pull. Yeah. Got soaked, but it kind of poured onto this side of him. Right. And he knew right away. And they were like, yeah, cut. Yeah. And he was like, oh, and like, just said the word. <laughs> uh, and then they had to, like, get him. And then you have to go yeah. back. And there was, like, an hour set up. Oh, and, like, wow. Everything off. Right. Redo the wig prep. Fix his yeah. face. It was just a nightmare. That's funny. Meanwhile, he's admire, you know, having wine somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I was laughing at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys ever pull pranks on each other? Um, on the live tour, for sure. Right. Because that got old. Like, not old. Yeah. It was always amazing, but that right. got, you know, like, when you live, we live on a bus, yeah. and you become a, you become a family. That's when we, right. I think that's probably the, the closest we ever were when we lived yeah. on the tour together, because we had three big, like, three big tour buses, and then one just for the three of us right. with our company manager. Um, and you just become so close to your crew right. and the car, like the head carpenter and the right. how lighting and your sound. And you just become like those, be- that becomes yeah. your only family. Um, so yeah, so then we do the odd prank, I think on live shows, like someone would always, you know, be off stage or doing something. Yeah. TV, not so much. TV was a right. lot of work. Yeah. We had fun. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah. I remember those days being long and over time and yeah. you're in that costume and the makeup. Well, and, yeah. But no, I'm trying to think of something. So on the, you know, the clubhouse doors that Lisa and I came out of? Right. So behind those doors, we would write down, right. like they're covered in yeah. Sharpie. So like, I'm, whoever finds them one day, it's right. covered in French <laughs> and like if we kind of yeah. couldn't find someone that day, we would like write there, like we'd write what they said and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, find an inside joke way for us. Yeah. So yeah, right before we come out of those doors, if right. you look behind them, it's just covered in oh. like, <laughs> kind of like signing of a yearbook. Right. So that was always fun. But no, not so much pranks. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. The, the, the live tour, um, could you imagine how like, that it was going to get that big? Were you playing some of the venues you played, the sold out crowds and stuff? No, never. Yeah. No, it was a shock. Um, I'll never forget our first ever. So, you know, like your Mall of America? Yeah. So we had that in Toronto, outside of right. Toronto, yeah. called Vaughn Mills. Um, I remember we were on the air. So we debuted in January 2004 and like February 24th or something. I'll never yeah. We had our first like, meet and greet sign okay so they built like a riser stage at this like kind of your our version of mall yeah. america right with like a backdrop with the doodle bops on it and like three little like kids yeah. library chairs that we're supposed to sit on <laughs> right and you know we had no idea if it was going to be like 
five minutes, 10 minutes yeah. or like no one there. Right. We pulled in and they had to shut down the mall and call extra security. Cause wow. like thousands and like, so many people showed up. Right. That was our first like, oh my God, yeah. this might be a thing. Right. We had no idea. We didn't know if anyone was watching. Yeah. We didn't know if yeah. like, it just launched in January. So we had shot the whole year before. And then you kind of send it out into the universe and it's like, right. maybe we'll see yeah. you next year. Like we had wow. no idea. That's great. I was already auditioning for other stuff. Cause I was like, I don't know. If you this know, show, right. It can go away, you know, just as fast, but luckily it didn't. And then, right. yeah. Then we signed with a company called Feld Entertainment in the States. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. They do a lot of shows. Yeah. Yeah. Disney on ice and yeah. Yeah. So then they signed us and they did a test crowd. We opened the Ringling Brothers Circus at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Wow. And they called us to like do like do one yeah. number. Right. I'll never forget like running, coming out of like, you know, where the hockey players would come out of. Yeah. And yet like I mean they're like, you have 30 seconds to get to that middle platform. Yeah. And you see it on TV and you're like, okay, cool. That's yeah, great to yeah. know. And then I remember like flying out of the gate and the crowd going crazy. Right. Sold out. And we're like sprinting to this like <laughs> platform to get yeah. to our mark before we start our we're the Doodle Bops theme song. Right. And that was like like that was just like yeah. that. Yeah, there was a couple standout moments of like that. Like I remember um where's Green Bay? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. For some yeah. reason we were huge in Green Bay and Ohio. Right. Okay. Ohio was crazy, but Green Day, we played some massive... Do they have a hockey team, too, or no? No, just uh, football. Yeah, we, we played some massive venue there. Where, yeah. like, it, was, like, it was five tiers, yeah. and it was sold out. And I'll never forget that. Yeah. And we all did like a... Because we did a do 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 Yeah. And I remember all three of us were like... Just looking at each other right. like... What? Holy crap. Because <laughs> you, know, you played like, you know, God knows where the night before to like... Right. You know, a good crowd, like a couple yeah. thousand, but not like, yeah, like, you know, rock concert. Yeah. Wow. Did you, uh, did you actually play the guitar? I had to learn how to play uh, chords. Okay. I never played on like live, obviously with my fingers. Yeah. Um, but I, we all had to learn, like Lisa had to learn how to play like all like Word. piano keys. So yeah. she, she wasn't just this. Right. <laughs> I had to like transfer from like A to yeah. B. Like I learned like I think five chords. Okay. So that I actually, and then I kind of like did my own homework. I just did like, right. where's my hand when it's like really high, you know? Yeah. Like, right. I made sure I knew I didn't look like an idiot. Yeah. And I fooled a lot of people. Like I remember a lot of like dads, they'd be like, are you playing? Yeah. If. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt, I felt proud of my work that they thought that maybe it was. Yeah. No, cause you have to look at it. It's like, it's gotta be hard with those hands to actually be playing, but yeah. Yeah, but they had, like a lot of them assumed that I was playing like on the album or something. And right. Okay. Yeah, and then Johnny too. Like he was with the most exposed because he like actually had to yeah. play. But, yeah. So he had to learn. He, I think he probably learned the most. Okay. And then, so, yeah. Um, yeah, at the end, of, obviously, each show they had your concert. I'd imagine you probably just filmed one concert the whole year, right? And then just edited yeah. each song. So we did, right? Yeah, we'd rent a theater at the end of our shoot date um usually towards the end and then we didn't actually invite people although yeah. fun fact <laughs> the first year because we had right. no audience yeah was, i think it was like a clifford tour <laughs> oh, okay i saw that too my son <laughs> yeah so like all of the 
like when you see like kids like doing something that we're doing, yeah. that was really a fluke. That was like at a Clifford show. Oh wow! But because our company produced that show, they owned the rights to it, so they could use it. Yeah, so it was fine, right? Um, but no, the second and third season was our. It wasn't our live shows that like that we did with Feld. It was always yeah. different. That right. was an actual TV shoot. So we would invite people for free. Like my mom's in a couple of those. My right. niece and nephew came down. Like it's just kind of a free for all. Yeah. And then we shot two. We shot one in the morning. We shot all morning. Okay. And then we'd have lunch. Yeah. And then we'd start back again and shoot. Because I think we did like a like three camera yeah. wide shot for like right. a thing. And then you'd go in and you'd reset for yeah. right. two. Yeah, to get close-ups. Yeah. But yeah, that was most, that was one day. Right. And then I guess when the show ended, you guys did a uh, animated show for a little bit too. Yeah. I like barely, I barely remember yeah. that. Right. Um, yeah, like we kind of knew from the get-go that it wasn't going to work. Okay. Um, we were happy for the work, obviously. Of course, yeah. But it just didn't feel the same because Disney and our company basically had that like... Falling out. Yeah. And then Disney let us go. Then CBS picked us up, which was great. Right. Yeah. So we were happy about that. But then we were thinking that CBS might launch our, our live, live show. show. And they said, no, we won't commission that, but we'll do a cartoon. Okay. And just like, you know, when you just like hear the songs, I'm like, these aren't as good. Yeah. And I think just the cartoon, it didn't really lend itself to what it could have been. And right. the animation was different. It wasn't as like, yeah, it wasn't like Paw Patrol. Like, right. Like I can tell when Ryder's rolling his eyes, you know what I mean? Where yeah, like, no, I, yeah. We were kind of like, it was just, I don't know. Very robotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it wasn't the same. I, and like, yeah. we were all in different places. So like I, I, I recorded most of that. Uh, they brought us all to Toronto, I think, like for two weeks. And then we did the music together. Right. But then we were both, we were, the three of us were kind of so busy because we all wanted to like ride the coattails of the Doodlebop fame. So we were all yeah. like, like nonstop. Like right. I was doing tons of work in um, New York and Toronto and Lisa yeah. was working. She was doing a lot of cartoon voiceovers and radio jingles. Right. Johnny was getting called, like he was up, you know, for movies against yeah. Efron. So like, well, we were all kind of like yeah. doing our thing. So eventually they like kind of let us do whatever, wherever we were. So I would do right. like, I was in Ottawa or something. They, we'd, they'd find yeah. me a studio and give me the right. address and I would show up and work with random people. Okay. And it'd all, it'd all be through, you know, wires and phone. Yeah. So it just didn't, it didn't have the same like, vibe right we yeah. all did high school musical together we booked that show as a, as a okay. show, um, yeah. Canadian premiere so I was Lisa and I were Ryan and Sharpay okay uh, and Johnny was Chad um so it was like on the it was like on the theater marquee of like yeah. the two whatever right so we were all together so they did a lot of the episodes there so we were okay. in Halifax doing that so we did okay that. yeah so that right. was fun but yeah no it was good it, I mean I I didn't, I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't sing you one song. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Where I could still do all three seasons. Of right. Of course. From the live show. Yeah. Now, if, uh, last question for you. If, um, what do you think the legacy of the show is? Um, I think what I love about the show is I think it's the music and the, and the, I think we were ahead of our time in terms of like creating adult friendly content. Right and creating these like kind of boy band, girl bands for young kids. Yeah. Like we had the head mic, we had the choreography, we had, like it was very current. We like, yeah. it was almost, I mean like, 
it was almost too current. Like, you know, we like, we worked with, yeah. we worked with choreographers that choreographed, you know, for like Britney Spears. So right. I think like our choreography, our, our, our style of our show was, we didn't, we didn't baby our kids. We didn't baby our audience. We didn't like, we didn't talk to them like they were like stupid, you know, right. like we were just like told them how to feel. And it was to, at that moment, jump yeah. up, scream and dance. So I think if I'm proud of one thing, it's that, it's that the best compliment that we got from parents was that, oh my God, you let me have my coffee in the morning and I actually don't mind hearing your music in the background. Right. Yeah. You know, cause we had the same, we had similar, but I think two of our songs were produced by producers that, that worked with Prince. Oh wow, okay. We really went like our musical um, director who was amazing, mm -hmm. Carl Lennox. You'll actually see his name on like Rusty Rivets and like all those okay. shows. Um, he was amazing and so well connected. And like yeah. his, his whole thing was like, I want to make like, unless you actually listen to lyrics, you won't know that it's a kid's song. Yeah. And I think he did a great job. Like some of those songs are just like so freaking cool. Like some of them are, you know, some of them are babyish, but yeah. most of them, like even like when you listen to Bird is the Word, it's like the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that's, that song is sick. It's like, yeah. it's a great song, you know, and Rockin' the World and Lisa has a million amazing ones. Yeah. So I think it's that. There's a meme going around actually like the last 10, like five years, my students I teach now yeah. are posting it all the time. It's like, like you weren't cool if you didn't know the doodle bops or whatever. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's, and then you like to read everyone's comments. Like, oh my God, they were so yeah. fun. And yeah, so I miss, I miss that part. You know, I right. like, I watch things on Treehouse or Disney now and you know, it's, it's just different. I don't think, I still don't think that but I, I do think that we've changed the game. I think like you watch bubble guppies and it's yeah. pink, a pink bubble guppy and a blue bubble guppy. He goes, it's time yeah. for her. And he never Lunch. gets it right. Yeah. You know, and he's always like, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, it's time for, that's yeah. totally recent. That was like Rooney and Dee Dee. Right. Yeah. You know, or there was that show, I forget what it was called, like Spartacus and someone, and he was tall and blue and she yeah. was in a pink like tennis skirt. That's totally yeah. us. Oh, you that's uh, Lazy Town. I think that was what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, so right. Lisa came out like two years after we yeah. did. You know, I think, I think, and it's awesome. No one's copying. Everyone's just, it's cool yeah. to know that we made a mark that way. Right. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah. But like I said, you know, both my sons, and it's been a nice, a nice stretch. Uh, and it's good to actually get back into watching the show with him. And the music, the music is, is, like you said, it's, it doesn't suck. It's, you know, no. it's, 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 it's really good. And songs get, you know, they're in your head and you, you don't really mind that they're in your head singing to them. But uh, Chad, I really appreciate your time today. Best of luck teaching and, and enjoy your son too. <laughs> Thank you very much. Nice meeting you virtually. And a very special thanks to Chad for joining me today. And if you have a guest suggestion, you can hit me up on Twitter at the first Noel one nine or like the page living my youth on Facebook and go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Don't have iTunes? Not a problem. Show's on SoundCloud. It's also on Podbean. And go to livingmyyouth.threadless.com for all your merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, phone cases. They're all there. A new episode comes every week. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you then.